0: Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. And all the time. What a, what a privilege and an honor to be at home. And uh, special greetings to our parents, to Pastor Harold and Auntie Maud. Thank you so much for the privilege to minister at home. And uh, before we get into the Word, I'd just like to open up in prayer. Uh, Let us close our eyes. Father, we thank you, O God, as we have just sang now, Jesus in our lives, Jesus in our families, Jesus in everything that we do. And so, Father, as we decrease, may you increase. We say less of us and more of you. I thank you, Father, that this is your hour, this is your moment. And we thank you, Father, for your sons and daughters that are here. May you minister to their hearts. We thank you for hearts that will be softened for the kingdom of God. We thank you for people that will make a decision for the kingdom of God. Lord, I thank you, Father, that indeed that you take control of every word that proceeds from my mouth. Every word that comes out of my mouth, I thank you, O oh God. Lord, we thank you. We worship you and we give you praise. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, as this is the start of the year 2023, and as we have a heavenly mandate to advance the kingdom of God, the year 2023 is the year of advancing. The kingdom of God. To many people in the world, they say 2023, 2020, me, 2020, me. Speaking of being inward focused, hallelujah. But in the kingdom of God, is the year where we advance the kingdom of God. And today, the title of my message is kingdom of God, citizen. Hallelujah. Kingdom of God, citizen. And as I'll be speaking about the kingdom of God citizen, I've divided it into three things. The first thing is that you first become a kingdom of God citizen. That yes, you say, I want to be a citizen in the kingdom of God. And then after, once you are a citizen in the kingdom of God, there is a responsibility to maintain and protect your citizenship. Hallelujah. And then lastly, then we advance the kingdom of God. Because in order to advance the kingdom of God, you must be a citizen in the kingdom of God. And with that said, we will get, we'll discuss what is the kingdom of God. Because even the Pharisees were asking themselves, what is the kingdom of God? And they were asking Jesus a lot of questions. Is the kingdom of God here? Is it there? Is it still coming? And as I was preparing for this message today, I myself had to do a lot of research about what is the kingdom of God. And the best way to illustrate it is to discuss the citizenship of the kingdom of God. It is so encouraging to know that out of all the kingdoms of the earth, there are many kingdoms, man-made kingdoms, kingdoms that have come and gone. There was the Persian Empire. There was the Babylonian Empire. There was the Roman Empire. But all those kingdoms, they come, they came, and they left. None of them are existing today, but not with the kingdom of God. Not with the kingdom of God. What you see today is what you'll see tomorrow. The kingdom of God, all other kingdoms are built on shifting sands. All other kingdoms, they are being destroyed even today. Even democracy is under attack. How beautiful it is to be part of a kingdom that is unshaken. How beautiful it is to be part of a kingdom that can never be moved. And to illustrate this, I'd like us to turn to the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12, and we want to read from verse 26. Hebrews chapter 12, starting from verse 26, it says, At that time, his voice shook the earth, But now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things so that it cannot be shaken may remain, so that what cannot be shaken may remain, verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, Let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Verse 29, for our God is a consuming fire. Yeah, we are in a kingdom that can never be shaken. All other kingdoms, they are moving away. That's why the word of God, which is the constitution of the kingdom of God, it says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. In another scripture, it says that the flowers fade, the grass withers, but the word of God it stands forever. And therefore, in this year, the year 2023, the year of the advancement of the kingdom of God, I want to encourage you, my brother, my sister, that if you focus on the kingdom of God, you are focused on something that has eternal value. You are focusing on something that will not come and tomorrow is not there. You are focusing on something that will be there for generations to come. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. But before we can advance the kingdom of God, we need to become citizens of the kingdom of God and the way of becoming a citizen of the kingdom of God is saying yes to Christ. He's saying yes to the king of kings. He's saying yes to the king of the kingdom. He's saying yes, Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my heart. I welcome you in everything that I do. Take over less of me and more of you. It's only when we become kingdom citizens of the kingdom of God, that we are able to advance the kingdom of God. It is a pleasure to advance the kingdom of God. I often tell my friends that the work that we're doing now, it will be forgotten three years, four years from now. But whatever we do for the kingdom of God, it remains forever. Whatever we do for the kingdom of God, it remains for time and memorial. Whatever we do for the kingdom of God, even our great, great children will benefit from the efforts that we put in for the kingdom of God. There was a saying that said that, that which you sacrifice for the kingdom of God in this lifetime, you will receive it in this lifetime and more by being committed to the things of the kingdom of God." With that said, today, my brother, my sister, there is an invitation. There is an invitation that, number one, even if yes, you were born again some time ago, even if yes, a few years ago you said the salvation prayer, there is an invitation to come back to the house of the Lord. That even that you know that I am born again, but along the way I may have missed it. Today, it is an invitation for you, it is an invitation for anyone that does not know Christ, to say yes to the King of Kings so that you can become part of the movement of advancing the kingdom of God. When you're a citizen of the kingdom of God, you are not moved by what the news are saying. You're not moved by what the world is saying. You're not moved by what you read. You are moved by what the Spirit man what the Spirit of God is saying to you. You are not moved by what people have said about the interest rates, what people have said about retrenchments. People may be talking retrenchments. People may be talking of a business that is shutting down. But the Word of God says, greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. That the outside forces have nothing to do with you. That yes, you may be going through persecution, but the kingdom of God. And so, as this is the start of a new year, as we are in January, uh, may God touch you. May God soften your heart that the kingdom project, that it becomes your lifestyle. May God minister to your souls that you say yes to the King of Kings, that you say yes to the Lord of Lords. Because in, when you want to be a citizen of any other country, you need to fill out forms, they need to check whether you are healthy, they need to check even if you have a bank account, if you have money in your bank account, but not so with the kingdom of God. You come as you are, whether you have money or no money, you come as you are. And therefore family, tonight, as you can see right behind me, it's the title Kingdom of God citizen, which I'll be discussing the three, as I've said, becoming a kingdom of God citizen, and number two, maintaining your citizenship. And then lastly, being empowered to be an effective discipler to go and advance the kingdom of God. But however, as we can see, there is an envelope, and that envelope there, it is an invitation. Tonight, I'm speaking to someone that is saying, enough is enough of this life i want to turn back to the lord tonight i'm speaking to someone who's saying tonight i'm making a decision for you enough is enough of being a slave to this world enough is enough of being a victim to this world enough is enough of being taken back and forth by the things of this world the best decision that you can make at the start of 2023 is to say yes to the Lord Now the Pharisees, they themselves did not understand what is the kingdom of God? And they went to Jesus, and they say, "Jesus, is the kingdom of God? Is it here? Is it something that we need to look out for? Is it something that is still coming?" And Jesus softly responded, "Let us turn to Luke chapter 17, and we will read from verse 20. Luke chapter 17, verse 20, it reads, Once having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The kingdom of God does not come with careful observation. Nor will people say, Here it is. Oh, there it is. Because the kingdom of God is in you. The kingdom of God is in you. So the focus is on the inner man. When we develop the inner man, the kingdom of God is in you. And how do we develop the inner man? Through studying the word of God and through prayer. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The kingdom of God is in you. The Pharisees were looking for a building. The Pharisees were looking for something they could touch. The Pharisees they were looking for something that they could hold claim. But God said, hey, the kingdom of God is not a matter. It's not a something that you wait for it with careful observation. Here it is or there it is because the kingdom of God, it is in you. When the kingdom of God is in you, When you are filled, when you have said yes to Christ, and he has filled you with the Holy Spirit, you are spirit-led. You are not moved by what we see in this secular world. You are spirit-led. The Word of God, it says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. These are kingdom citizens. So my brother, my sister... This is your evening. God has been knocking at the door of your heart. You know that God has been speaking to you. God has been saying, don't go there anymore. I want you to make right with me. I want you to come into the house of the Lord. I want you to partake and be a kingdom citizen. I want you to run this race. Let it be that God will find us with our boots on being busy with kingdom work. Let it be that God will find us being busy enriching the kingdom of God by winning souls for the kingdom of God. But before it starts by being a kingdom citizen. In order to advance the kingdom of God, you must be a kingdom citizen. There is an invitation to a higher life. There is an invitation to to the best life, to a victorious life when you are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Being born again, it must never be taken lightly. Being born again, as you are born again, God gives you a vision. As you are born again, God reveals that this is what I've called you to do. As you say yes to the Lord, God instructs you. He says, no, do not go this way. Go this way. That's why the word of the Lord says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so this evening, God is waiting for people that will say, yes, I will be a citizen in the kingdom of God. God is waiting for people that not only will they be citizens of the kingdom of God, but they will continue to maintain their citizenship in the kingdom of God. Because with many of us, we become born again. But along the way, many things happen and we lose our citizenship If you have a citizenship in a different country, you only lose it when you leave. So it is in the kingdom of God. When we separate ourselves and we come out of the corporate anointing and we come out of fellowship, we run the risk of losing our citizenship. My brother, my sister, this is your evening. This is your night. I remember within my family as I was telling my wife my background within my family there's one part of the family that does not know the Lord but praise God there is another part of the family that is on fire for the Lord and the Lord made sure that I grow up under that family that knows the Lord so that I could be hidden for a time such as this so that I could be hidden so that come the hour where I've made the decision to say yes Lord Come the hour where I've matured in the things of God, God would release and say, "Now connect with your other family members." And to someone that is here, where is it that God wants to use you? Where does God want to use you in the people that are all around you? Where is it that God says, "These are the people that where I want you to speak, the word of God? It starts by becoming a kingdom citizen. Now included in the kingdom of God through the research, I've learned that the kingdom of God, it is all encompassing. Within the kingdom of God, there is salvation. Within the kingdom of God, there is faith. Within the kingdom of God, there is water baptism. Within the kingdom of God, there is baptism of the spirit. And included in the kingdom of God is peace. Included in the kingdom of God is joy. That's why the word of the Lord, it says, that, it says that the peace that I give you, not as the world gives you, but I give you peace. And then he continues to say that you've that kept him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Whose mind is stayed on you. As we remain kingdom citizens, we enjoy the benefits of peace. That you may be going through persecution. That people may be saying that your business will be shutting down. But because you're a kingdom citizen, you have no issues. You have no worry because you are living the higher life. You are living the higher life. You are living the best life. You are victorious. I remember a few few months ago, I went to a family to drop off off some food parcels. And the family was living in a squat-up camp in conditions that were so difficult to even comprehend but as i left i was touched by the sheer joy i was touched by the sheer peace that yes irrespective of where we're staying what we're seeing it is temporary what we have inside of us is everything and that's why in the book of romans romans chapter 14 and verse 17, it reads as thus: It says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So you need to be in the Holy Spirit in order to access joy. You need to be in the Holy Spirit in order to access peace. That even when you're going through persecution, even when you're going through trials and tribulations, you, the God inside of you, as as Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. The focus is on the inner man. Do not worry about situations. Do not worry about circumstances. Focus on developing the inner man. When the inner man is developed, you will experience peace. When the inner man is developed, you will experience joy in the midst of all the trials and tribulations that we go through in this world. But further, as we read about the kingdom of God, we learn that it is precious. We learn that the kingdom of God, it is precious. There is nothing that you can do to buy it. There is no money that you can spend to inherit the kingdom of God. It is freely given, and therefore we, as children of God, we have a responsibility to protect and to maintain it. We have a responsibility to protect and maintain. Speaking of our citizenship, in Matthew chapter 13, and we will read from verse 44, it reads as thus. Matthew chapter 13, And from verse 44, it says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and brought that field. Verse 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for the fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away, sold everything he had, and he brought it. The kingdom of God. Retaining your citizenship as a child of God. So after we become citizens of the kingdom of God, it is important to ensure that this treasure that we have received, that we protect it. That this treasure that we have received, that we maintain it. We shouldn't be like Esau that when Esau, when he was hungry, he sold his birthright for a lintel of stew. For a moment's pleasure, for a moment's pleasure, he lost it all. And therefore, my brother and my sister, I'm here to encourage you, to those that are already born again, we should be obedient in ensuring that we never allow ourselves to be tempted by the things of this world. Because when we are tempted, we lose our citizenship. When we are tempted, young people, to experiment, we lose our citizenship. When we are tempted to try a business deal, a shady business deal, we draw ourselves away from the Lord. When we are tempted to engage in any form of immorality, we lose our citizenship in the kingdom of God. God has called each and everyone that is here to be born again, filled with the Spirit, filled with the fire, and having done so, to maintain it through the reading of God's word, to maintain it through studying God's word, to maintain it through consistent prayer, to maintain it through saying, Lord, how do you want me to be used in your kingdom? To maintain it through prayer, that as we pray, yokes are broken, that as we pray for whatever it is that we decree and we declare, and we see the manifestation of that which God has planted in our hearts. Maintaining our citizenship in the kingdom of God. Let us not become like Esau who sold it for a moment's pleasure. Who sold it for a temporary pleasure and drifted away. Let us become like Naboth in the book of Kings. In the book of Kings, we read of a man called Naboth who understood the value of inheritance. And he said, even if yes, Ahab, you say you want my vineyard, but I will not compromise. This inheritance is not for playing around. Whether you kill me, whatever it is that you do, I will not give you my inheritance. Naboth. And I'm remembered now as I looked up on the man Naboth. His name, it speaks of a fruit. That when you are a fruit, when you are fruitful, that you will only be fruitful when you do not compromise. Naboth did not compromise. He was willing to die. Only he said, this inheritance, I will forbid, God forbid, that I should give you this inheritance. And therefore, my brothers and my sisters, we have spoken about becoming and maintaining. This year is the year of advancing the kingdom of God. Let it be that God speaks to you individually. Let it be that God speaks to us individually in their own unique way of saying what is it that God desires of us in advancing the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, all other kingdoms, they are neither here nor there, but the kingdom of God, it remains. What you invest in the kingdom of God, it is eternal. What you invest in the kingdom of God is generational. What you invest in the kingdom of God, your children and your great, great great grandchildren will reap the benefits of everything that you do in the kingdom of God. In the book of 1 Kings, as I speak about Naboth, I've already touched on Naboth in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 21. It says, some time later, there was an incident involving a vineyard. This is the story that I had narrated, that we should not be like Esau, who from a moment's pleasure gave away his birthright, but we should learn from a Bible character such as Naboth, 1 Kings chapter 21, and we'll read from verse 1 to 3. Some time later, there was an incident involving a vineyard belonging to Naboth the Jezreite. The vineyard was in Jezreel, close to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Ahab said to Naboth, let me have your vineyard to use for a vegetable garden since it is close to my palace. In exchange, I will give you a better vineyard. Be careful in your in life where people say, I will give you something better. Or if you prefer, I will pay you whatever it is worth. Here is Ahab saying, sell your birthright. Sell your inheritance. What it is to you, sell it. I will give you so much. As Christians, as kingdom citizens, we will forever be tempted. In our daily living, in our walk, we will forever be tempted. Where someone said, for a price of so much, I will give you this. Sell your inheritance. Be careful that whatever you do, you do not do it at the cost of risking your citizenship in the kingdom of God. And to anyone that is here, that today you saying, I want to make right. Yes, I've had my moments of being in the house of the Lord. But today, I want to make right. Today, I want to start afresh. The word of God says, behold, I do something new. And therefore, today, this is your night. But as we finish here, it says, part three, but verse three, but Naboth replied, the Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance. Of my fathers. This is the attitude that we should possess. That even when we're tempted in business, even when we're tempted at work, even when we're tempted wherever we are, we should say, The Lord forbid that I should allow myself to lose my citizenship. I am valuable when I'm right standing with the Lord, I am effective when I'm in right standing with the Lord to be used by God to advance the kingdom of God and as i draw to a close as we speak about advancing the kingdom of god may the lord speak to you indeed of how to advance his kingdom let it be that in your prayers let it be that in the prayer cards that we write that we write that lord how should i advance the kingdom of god speak to me what should i say to who send me how should i plan it and the lord will minister to you matthew chapter 6 verse 33 but seek ye first the kingdom of God. So advancing the kingdom of God must be your primary task. It must be the first thing, the first thing that we do, the first thing that we plan, the first thing that we budget, the first thing that we think about, the first thing where we say, Lord, give me foresight. Lord, give me insight of how to advance the kingdom of God. As so family, as we draw to an end, I'd like to encourage you. To say, in order to be effective in the kingdom of God, as this year, the year 2023, it is the year of advancing the kingdom of God, it's important to know that God is knocking and He's saying, Come back. He's saying, I want you to be a kingdom citizen. It starts first by being a citizen in the kingdom of God, it starts first by saying, Yes. The Lord of Lords. It starts first by saying yes to the King of Kings. It starts first by saying yes to the King of the Kingdom of God. I spoke of a story about my family that the other part of the family did not know God, and it's only now recently that the Lord has opened an avenue where I could go and minister the word. Very recently, one of the family members was sick, and I was called to one of the public hospitals. And as we know, in a public hospital, it's very difficult to go in. It's all chaotic. There's so many people. But that day, it was of the Lord. The person that I prayed for was someone that never knew the Lord. I prayed for this family member. And the following week, this person was healed. Yes, we celebrate the healing. But we celebrate a change of heart. We celebrate a change of heart. because, subsequently to that, this particular family member, whenever I go and I see them, we say, please, let us pray. Do not leave before we pray. Let us pray. And therefore, my brother, my sister, I want to say that God is not finished with you. God has a plan for your life. God has people and places where he wants you to go and minister. God wants you to be his hands and his feet. God will fill you up with the spirit that as you speak, chains will be broken. That as you speak, curses will be reversed. That as you speak, blightline curses will be reversed in Jesus' name. But it starts by saying yes to being a kingdom, a citizen in the kingdom of God. It starts by saying yes even though I was saved many years ago, but today I make a decision to say I turn to you. Today I make a decision that I will run after you more than anything else that I have, that I will run after you more than anything else that I thought I would have by now. I close off with this story. It was in the month of October, and I was using an Uber, and I was traveling from here to Pretoria, And while I was sitting right in the Uber, I felt like it's time that I should catch up on the reading of the Word. Because we all have a a Bible plan. And by the way, it was in the month of October, so the Bible plan did not end in February or January. I continued with the Bible plan. And it was in the month of October, and I was reading, and I wanted to catch up on the Word and feed my spirit with the Word of God. And the Uber driver kept on looking at me from the rearview mirror. He kept on looking at me from the rearview mirror. And then in my spirit, I knew there is something is coming. As they say in Afrikaans, <laughs> And as we got to the destination, he said something very powerful which describes the kingdom of God. As I said earlier on, that the Pharisees were looking for something that they could touch, they were looking for a place, they were looking for a destination. And Jesus said, the kingdom of God is in you. And the Uber driver, when we got to the place where we were going, he switched off the engine and he said to me, and I'll say it in English, he said to me, this which you are, how do I become this? Meaning this which I cannot touch, how do I get it as well? And it dawned upon me, the man was ready to receive, to become, a kingdom citizen to receive, to live a life that is. The man was ready to receive, yes, his kingdom citizenship. The man was ready to live a life that is full of peace. The man was ready to live a life that was full of joy. The man was ready to say, I am ready. Enough is enough of the things that I've been doing all these years. And he was a man, probably 10 to 20 years, my senior. As he was looking on the rearview mirror, you could see that there is something different. This man is at peace, and he wanted to touch it. He said, this which you are, how do I get it? And it opened the avenue for me to share the gospel. It opened the avenue for me to say, it starts first by saying yes to the Lord of Lords. It starts yes by saying yes to the King of Kings. It starts first by saying yes to the King of Kings. And therefore, may this year, as it is the year of the advancing of the kingdom of God, may God give you strategies of how to advance the kingdom of God. May God give you time of how to advance the kingdom of God. May God give you favor with men and favor with God in all the places that you go where you advance the kingdom of God. May God give you words and fill you with the fire of God as you advance the kingdom of God. But we can never close without giving people an opportunity. Like I said, this envelope that is here, it represents an invitation. I do not know how to think of an invitation besides an envelope. This envelope is an invitation to someone that is here that has put off this decision for a while that God may have been speaking to you even along the festive season that come back. It's your time. Come back. And therefore with all eyes closed with no one moving around If you know in your heart of hearts that God has been knocking, the word of God says, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears me, I will open and I will come in and I will dine with you. Remember, being born again is the best decision you can make for your life in this year. It's the best decision you can make for your life as this is the start of a new year. the year of advancing the kingdom of God. But it starts by saying, I want to be a citizen in the kingdom of God. So with all eyes closed, if there is anyone here that says, I'm not born again, but I want to be born again. If there is anyone that is here that says, yes, I am born again, but along the way I've drifted. Along the way, I've allowed things to come into my life. If there is anyone here that wants to start afresh, without worrying about your friends, without worrying about your neighbor, may you lift up your hands and say, yes, thank you, my sister, thank you, my brother, thank you, my brothers, thank you. Forget about your neighbor. Let it be that it was said that it was at the start of 2023 where I made this decision. Come as you are. No perfect people are allowed. Come as you are. Thank you. I see all those hands that are there. If there is anyone else that says, yes, I want to advance the kingdom of God. This is the hour to do God's work. And I want to return into the house of the Lord. If there is anyone that is still here that says, please include me in that prayer. Raise up your hand. Forget about your friends. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. You may put down those hands. And now we're gonna ask you for one more act. To everyone that have lifted their hands, to everyone that has said they want to make a commitment in this year to be citizens in the kingdom of God. Could you please stand up, come to the front so that we could pray with you. Hallelujah to everyone that is here in front. As I said earlier on, this is your night. This night, it belongs to you. Heavens rejoice because of the decision that you have made. Because from today, from henceforth, it's a new chapter in your life. It's a new story in your life. And with that said, as we're going to pray for you, I'd like everyone there just to lift up their hands as we lead them in prayer, and to everyone that is here in front, if you can repeat after me and say, "Lord Jesus, forgive me. I am a sinner. Forgive me. I belong to you. It is written. In your word. And therefore right now I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. I am now saved. I am now born again write me write my name in the lamb's book of life from today i make a commitment to love for you from today i make a commitment to run to you amen amen For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.